Welcome back to the second episode of Double Stack F1 Podcast. I'm on a rot. We have Trevor going to join us later on in the episode. He's out on vacation in Switzerland, but he uh, he's finding time to join us. But uh, I'll get the ball rolling. I'm excited for uh, this second episode that we we're going to share with you today. It comes at the back of uh, three days of testing, drive to survive. Uh, we had a whole lot of F1 action this week. Uh, I'm not complaining. I'm sure you're not as well. But we'll try to sum all of that up today. Uh, kind of look at the key takes from uh, this week's testing. It was fun. Uh, a lot of late nights. Uh, I think here in New York, started watching Thursday at 2 a.m. And uh, yeah, 2 to 11 a.m. Thursday, Friday, and then Saturday. And uh, Friday night, Drive to Survive came out. We kind of balanced the whole thing and uh, also found some time to watch Formula E. But uh, yeah. It uh, was quite a busy weekend. Uh, we're going to try to sum it all up for you um, and then kind of give you some of the key takes. I think one of the big highlights of this weekend uh, at testing was the Aston Martin. Uh, that car looked really, really good. Uh, they started off on kind of a bad foot where they brought out the first red flag uh, in uh, in the first testing session when Drogovic took it out of the pit and ultimately had to, to stop and they had to haul the, the car back to the garage. Um, but outside of that, um, you know, you had news about the car rent, rent smooth. Alonso put in considerable amount of laps. Uh, I think the team in general, they, they were able to clock a total of 402 laps. Um, no, 387 laps. And uh, which equates to 2,094 kilometers. Uh, Filippo Dragovic was in the car twice uh, in the morning session on day one and again in the morning se session on day three. This kind of puts him on the back foot going into uh, uh, the GP next weekend. Most of the event is going to be at night. So not being able to drive, not having any time driving on the floodlights, I think will be and and then the tire itself the the temperature and and all of that could could be something he might need to adjust to but he 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 will certainly have fp2 if i'm not mistaken to to kind of get adjusted to that if he ultimately has to drive the car ultimately because we are not sure uh whether or not um lon stroll will be will be present uh for the next weekend uh he news is that he is still recovering from his bicycle in incident early last week uh it appears from uh the, the latest information that it was related to his wrist so that's kind of causing a little bit of is he can he drive a car with 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 a wrist issue um whether it's broken or not i'm not 100 percent sure but uh how is he coping with that i know the next race after that is, is Saudi Arabia, and that's an even a tougher track to drive. So we might be uh, seeing Drogovic uh, in the car for a few races. There's also been talk of uh, Sebastian Vettel teaming up with uh, Alonso, but uh, if the, is that accurate? Not a hundred percent sure. The team has ruled out uh, that they're that they are going to go, you know, as a priority towards Sebastian. But 
not they didn't necessarily said they were gonna rule it out. So that's that's something to 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 keep in mind. It could happen, but I think ultimately Felipe has a stronger chance of being in that car um come come um come next weekend. But yeah, um, from the Bahrain testing Alonso putting more laps than any drivers out there. Um two hundred and seventy laps. Uh, total 1,461 kilometers. Felipe is at 117, not, not, not nearly as close. Uh, Sebastian, uh, Felipe's fastest lap was a 134.5 on day one and a 132.1 on day three. Uh, caveat that with, uh, with Fernando Alonso, which, who clocked a 132.9 on day one, a 132.2 on day two um and a 131.45 on day three so he was able to clock in 60 laps day one 130 on day two and 80 on day three outside of that minor reliability issue that we we saw at the beginning of testing um i think that car was was solid on track uh put in good amount of laps looked hooked up looked quick uh topped the, the charts on day one alonso i think was second uh behind um max verstappen and and the powerful red bull um but you know it looks it looks really good for that team the progress they've made in the off season looks fantastic this is basically a a brand new car i would say 90 percent of this car um comes from a combination people are saying it's the red red bull it's the green red bull but i think it's more 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 of a combination of like great ideas from Red Bull, great ideas from Mercedes, great idea from Ferrari if you look at the design in total, but also some some significant input from from the Aston Martin team. So this car looks really hooked up uh, from it from from myself. This is one car that I'll keep a close eye on uh, coming into uh, the race next weekend. And I think Fernando had a lot of time behind that wheel, which is going to serve him well um next weekend but hopefully uh we'll also see felipe uh driving that car quite a bit yeah so that kind of sums it up there uh for aston martin really good car very competitive uh in addition they've made some significant progress um in terms of their i think they gained a couple seconds from their lap time versus 2022 uh, which is which is huge and which has served them well going into uh this this new this new session. I think they 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 gained three point two point three seven uh in terms of uh time gain versus their fastest lap last year. Um, similarly to to uh uh the rest of the field bar the Alpine. But yeah, next on our list, we're we're going to talk a little bit about um hot and to discuss. House, we're gonna loop Trevor into the conversation. Trevor, how you doing? All right, all right. Yeah. So speaking about speaking about Haas, uh, the team the team did really really well. Um, they they clocked four hundred and twelve laps, I believe, uh, throughout the three days. Uh, their fastest lap of this preseason was was uh, came on day three. From Kevin Magnuson, uh, a one minute thirty one three eight one. I think it was on a C four C five uh, tire, which which won't be used uh, for uh, for the next for for the actual race weekend. Um, but yeah, this is more than what they did in twenty twenty two, 
when we when we uh, add up what they did in both Bahrain and in Barcelona. So that's that that was impressive mileage from the team there. Uh, and 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 I'm and I and I think the car looks reliable. It looks hooked up. I don't know what 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 did you kind of see and take away from from seeing the Haas on track the this Haas year? Team was uh was quite encouraging. Um, I was encouraged by Haas's uh testing. Um, one thing that I found very interesting was a lot of a lot of people kind of talked about you know putting Hulkenberg in the seat. He hasn't been a full-time Formula One driver for a few years now. Like, is he going to be rusty? Blah, blah, blah. He, if my memory serves me correctly, he had a faster lap than Magnussen on day one and day two. Uh, so yeah, I, I thought Haas was uh, very encouraging during, uh, during winter testing. Um, I thought one thing that was, that was really interesting is uh, Hulkenberg, after a couple of years without a, a full-time Formula One drive, he seemed to hit the ground running. He had faster laps on day one and day two than uh, Kevin Magnussen did, who was in the car last year. So I think uh, for Haas, things seem pretty promising. And um, I think the, uh, the minimal expense on the pit wall and uh, with the efforts of putting all that money back into the car, according to Gunther Steiner, it's going to be a quarter million dollars more money that they could put into the car by having the 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 limited pit wall um presence um but uh yeah very exciting and uh, if i remember correctly the quote that i read from gunther steiner is i know what we're doing so definitely like to hear that sort of confidence out of gunther and it's it'll be exciting to see uh see how they do this year what did you think about haas yeah, I, I I was pretty much impressed by Haas in general. They they the car looked really really hooked up. I didn't see any major uh, mechanical issues from their side of of the garage. I think they went through their run plans relatively uh, smoothly. Maybe some minor porpoising around sector ten. You know that the the fast left right hander before. Uh, turn I think thirteen or four. Yeah, before turn thirteen, I think every every team going through there was bouncing quite a little bit. Alpha Tower was bouncing pretty hard, but in general, the Haas looked looked pretty pretty clean. They they did their run plans and nothing nothing spectacular to call out in terms of of issues there. I I do just have to say, best helmet of all of testing, Valtteri Bottas, the mustache and the mullet combo. Thought it was yeah, I have I'm pretty reserved on that. I don't think I I, I don't like it. I, I'll be honest. Like I don't think I like that that helmet. It's scary. I think it was scary. I, you know, everybody yeah, was well, like, "I'm from the Midwest, so I appreciate a good mullet and mustache." Okay, I was like, everywhere I saw the oil, the internet was blowing up. I don't want to say, you know, I the helmet looks interesting, but I, yeah, it's it's different. I think it's different. You know. Yeah, but for sure, definitely uh, kind of lightened the yeah. mood a little bit. I don't know. Definitely made me, made me yeah, chuckle I when I, I saw I, it. I definitely don't want to see um, him in my rearview mirrors. You know, uh, wearing that helmet and 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 coming <laughs> coming towards me. So, uh, yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. Yeah. That was that was an interesting one. But speaking of Alpha Romeo, uh, I believe on day three they had a they had a few incidents themselves. Um, they had. On day three, there was a red flag, uh, you know, caused by by uh, by 
they were trying to test. They had a gearbox issue, I believe, uh, around turn eight. He had a gearbox failure, similar to what what they had in 2022. I think outside of that, also on day two, I think uh, Joe Guan Yu was, was preparing to leave the pit, and he was preparing to just do a, um, you know, a practice uh, start, and, and that didn't work out. You could hear the, the, the gears grinding a bit, and and he they, they, he got pushed back into the garage but then that 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 lets me that I'm a little bit worried that they they'll carry that issue into next season it was an issue we knew about from last year so I'm, I'm not ex- it wasn't it wasn't a good sighting to see for me for sure but what what did you think overall um on Alf, Alf, Aston Martin, Alfa Romeo in general yeah so Alfa Romeo, yeah, um, apart from the, the killer helmet of uh, Valtteri Bottas. Um, yeah, I agree. I definitely noticed the the practice start from Joe where the car wasn't quite cooperating. They had to push it back down pit lane. Um, not, a, not exactly what you want to see if you're an Alfa Romeo fan, but also I don't think it's quite the end of the world. It, it might be an issue they can uh, they can address. Um, hopefully it's a minor issue and they can have it fixed and be competitive uh, yeah. for the yeah, first Yeah, yeah, Alpha, Alpha clocked in, I think, 401 laps across uh, the three days, just behind Mercedes at 408 and ahead of uh, Aston Martin, 387. So they, they were able, outside of having these gearbox issues, were able to kind of put in some decent lap. And I think on day three, uh, uh, Botas also put in, and then C5, I believe, he put in a relatively quick lap, uh, a 130, I believe a 130 from, I know, 130.827, which was which was uh, the third fastest lap of, of the entire weekend. Um, so, yeah, the car looks quick, hooked up. That Ferrari engine does look powerful. And, and I think the package itself was, was solid. I didn't... I don't recall seeing them bounce too much this year. Did you? Um, no, I didn't. Nothing that no. I noticed uh, um, in terms of major issues or anything in, yeah. in terms of And I think the team made some decent progress. You know, everybody was expecting um, the new regulations to affect uh, teams across the grid. And I think all teams were able to manage that effectively and, and were able to to gain time uh, from last year. So that that's a good signing. Uh, we still have a few dr- teams here in the midfield. I think Williams, what I want to call out from Williams is the impressive of, amount of, of laps that they did as well this year. Um, not a lot of issue. I, I saw f- some lockups um, from their tires um, with uh, the rookie, uh, Logan Sargent, I think, a few times when he was on day two or day one. Uh, but other than that, Williams, Williams was impressive. They did 439 laps. Uh, the drivers seemed really happy with the car. Uh, Albon, you know, mentioned that they were really happy with the package and they could build the, they could build from there. I think everything you're still seeing is the work that was done by Josh, uh, Josh Capito and, and, and the previous team. Uh, but but I, I think that car looks good and, and they'll be – very competitive this year as well. So yeah, what, what? How about what did you think about Williams uh, and and Logan Sargent in general? Yeah. So with Williams, um, like one thing I'm definitely 
not too big of a person to admit when I may or may not have been wrong. And last week uh, on the podcast, I was saying that I think Williams was going to be by far the slowest car on the grid. Um, I don't know. They might be a bit more competitive than I, than I had anticipated. Um, I thought what I saw out of them in testing was, was positive and should be, should be interesting and exciting. So uh, yeah, definitely. They might, I was, I was kind of assuming those, Albon and Sargent would be 19th and 20th in the in the driver standings at the end of the season, yeah. but uh, who knows? They might be able to battle and uh, and yeah. finish ahead yeah, of some people. They didn't. I don't think they put any fast laps in on day three, uh, but they, their day two fastest lap was still ahead of uh, Alpine's fastest lap. So they did a 132.549, and Alpine on the third day put in with Pierre Gasly a 132.76. So yeah, they. There's, I'm, I'm sure they didn't show all their cards, uh, but uh, they were able to go through their run plans and, and, and like I said, 439 impressive amount of laps. Uh, they had a lot of Flovis at the start uh, around the vehicle, but but that that that's to show that they're they're looking at everything and and uh, development should be should be good going into the season. So I, I I'm also in the camp that I I had underestimated them in my. Uh, preseason uh prognostic so um hopefully uh, <laughs> hopefully I'm, I'm yeah and i'm i'm glad to be potentially mm-hmm. wrong about that um i kind of thought they'd be the mm-hmm. the back marker that they often are but who knows maybe they'll be able to compete mm-hmm. a little bit um team principal definitely has some experience uh yeah. being competitive and winning races and i'm not saying that they'll win races but um, just being competitive and, uh, you know, yeah. being out there and in the fight. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm kind of excited to yeah, see I what don't they're think, able to do. Yeah, I think uh, they were a good call out to make uh, uh, Williams for sure. I think there's, I think that team can only go go forward and, and, and it's, it looks like they're in that the, the right direction. So crossing my figure next week, we're going to see some more reliable uh, numbers from the teams. And I, and I hope to see them up there as well along uh, fighting in the mid pack. Uh, yeah. We touched a little bit on Alpine. I don't know. There's not much to say there uh, across the three days. I saw them bouncing quite a bit. Um, it's some, I don't know if they, they were using some extreme setups or whatnot, but that car did not look stable from well, across the three days. Uh, but you know, I don't know. Did what, what? Did you have? Did you did you notice the bouncing at all on your end when you were seeing the Alpine go around track? Um, a little bit. Um, I've kind of thought all along that the biggest issue with Alpine is going to be can can we get these two drivers to cooperate and not uh, be kind of working mm-hmm. against each other throughout the season? They have a history of not being the best of friends. Um, but they're both very talented drivers. Mm-hmm. They're both very quick. So I think with Alpine, I, the car, I don't know. I don't think much yeah. either way about the car. Like I wasn't super impressed. I wasn't super disappointed. It's kind of kind of close to what I expected. But I think the real issue for that team during the season will be how well can Gasly and Ocon work together and uh, how, how much can they keep it a team effort and not uh, – Everybody's just out for themselves. Charging yeah, along. Um, I, I don't have much. I don't have much to say about the uh, the McLaren. I think I was I was 
kind of disappointed from what I saw from the team. Um, last year, I know the issue was was worse. It was more on the breaks, uh, the break the break side. But this year, we they've had a, a, a bit of issue getting track time, just because of the eyebrow issue. The 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 tire brows. I don't know. They have this weird name for the for the cover brows for the the front tires. Um, mm-hmm. the tire brows they call yeah. them, I, I believe. Um, but <laughs> but they, I think I like it was that. a manufacturing. Uh, they uh, they 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 just every time the drivers went out, they had to come back and like re-strengthen the 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 tire brows on the on the front tires, which which took away a, from a lot of running with that team. I know, I'll. I'll Lando and 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 Piastri needed some time on track. They didn't get much. Uh, I think they clocked in only three hundred and twelve laps, I believe. And you know, Piastri's fastest lap was a one thirty three one, and then Lando was able to do a one thirty two one on day three. So not a lot of running. I hope they got through their testing. The team and Zach Brown didn't sound really really optimistic. Apparently, they missed something on the aerodynamic side. Which is which is challenging their car, so they they they'll have to address that into the next into the first couple races of the season, kind of address some aerodynamic issues that they have. Outside of that, did you like uh, Piastri's pirouette though? What you think of? Um, yeah, I mean that was nice, but uh, kind of just circling back to McLaren in general. Um, yeah, I would agree. Uh, McLaren might be the only team I was kind of disappointed in as far as their testing went. I, I expected them to make some improvements um, on the car over the off season. It seems like they're still not quite happy with what they have. Um, Lando was best of the rest last year in a in a suboptimal car, but. Um, they definitely still need to move that car forward. Um, Lando's incredibly talented. Piastri has a lot of uh, a lot of skill, as we've seen in F three and F two. But um, F one's a whole new ball game, and we'll see how he's able to to perform. But um, we we know what we're dealing with with Lando, and uh, basically, depending on his results, I think we'll have a pretty good idea of where that car really is if he's. I think he was best of the rest in a car that was not best of the rest last year. So um, if he if he struggles to score points this year, then I think it's safe to say it's it's on the car and not uh, yeah. not the drivers. Yeah, this this is this may push him to kind of start looking for other options uh, later on in the season if if seats open up across the grid. Uh, but yeah, I don't think this is looking well for. Uh, for McLaren in general, but I hope they get to get uh, to grip with it and uh, can 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 return to uh, being more competitive throughout the season. Um, and, especially, and especially for Piastri's sake, um, I know it's kind of ridiculous to say he's a rookie, but like I, I think it's kind of in a way because of all the drama surrounding his move from Alpine to McLaren to for his first F one drive he needs to do well. Like if he does not have a good season after all of that drama that he kind of was the center of, it won't bode super well for his career. Like he, he needs to do well this year, I think. And um, 
the the McLaren has yeah, me a little bit yeah, nervous that's, for his that's, sake. That's true. I I share the same opinion about the the McLaren. I think that car doesn't look uh doesn't look as competitive as as what the other cars that we've seen out there this week. And it doesn't seem like the team has made they made progress in certain areas, but there's still um some work that needs to be done there um so yeah it's tough tough but uh, at least it's uh, we see the issues now rather than later right um another team that 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 we we kind of yeah for sure they had a, a do a, a pretty interesting you know we had a view on them as well as they didn't fully take advantage of last year because of just some shortfall was was um alpha alphatari um, this year, I think testing was mm-hmm. was more smooth sailing from from what I from from what I I I, I saw. I think Sonoda put it P six uh, on the last day uh, with a with good lap. I think they've clocked in some serious laps over the last the the three days. They were they were around. I think Yuki had a one thirty one two on for his fastest lap, and Alfatari put put in more laps than any other team out there at 456 so yeah impressed the car looks reliable uh looks hooked up um but but you know i think they're they're going to be they're going to hopefully fight more in the midfield than they did last year as at least that's my expectation but did you were you able to see any any i didn't see anything but did you see anything in terms of uh devries versus uh sonoda at all Um, well, I was just overall impressed with the the AlphaTauri. Um, I think last week on the podcast, I, I mentioned that I think they'll have the ninth fastest car on the grid. Um, I'm not totally sure that I was right about that. We'll see. Um, but I think it'll be a lot closer um, among the midfield teams that I had previously anticipated. I was a bit impressed with AlphaTauri. Um, they did. They looked better than I thought they would look. Um, and. Uh, yeah, so I think it, it definitely kind of bodes well for the season. The, the two cars I thought would be the slowest and second slowest were kind of impressive to me over, over testing. So maybe we'll have uh, much closer fighting throughout, uh, you know, top to bottom um, instead of kind of the dynamic we've seen in recent years where one or two teams yeah. just very much trails the rest of the teams by a lot. Um, so I think, it, I think it'll be great if, uh, you know, you – there's been times in the past where you could be pretty confident that the Williams would be last and second last, um, or maybe a different season. You could be pretty confident that the Haas would be last and second last. Like this season, I'm not sure. I think uh, each race might be different. I don't think uh, one team is going to trail the rest every race. I think uh, it'll be a lot more interesting up and down the grid. Um, So basically the two teams I thought, would be the worst, looked a little better than I thought. One of the teams I thought would be the best in the midfield <laughs> yeah. looked a little worse than I thought. So definitely sets the stage for <laughs> yeah, some no, spicy it's going racing. To, it's going to excited. be spicy. Uh, speaking of spicy, uh, let's talk about Ferrari and the boys there. Uh, <laughs> uh, they did they did, they did, had really good – I think the car looked great. I think it was an evolution, like we said, from last year. Um, they were – they were on day one. They were up there clocking in really good times, along with with uh, the Red Bull. I think that's the car that's the closest to the Red Bull. Um, I know Charles put in a one thirty one zero two four on day three of testing. Carlos, yep, I would agree. Carlos is right there with him. Carlos is at one thirty one zero three six. So 
the card gels well for for both of them. They can extract lap times relatively um, that is relatively comparable. I think from all the t- the 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 teams out there, the, the, where the drivers are really really close. I think Ferrari is the one where the gap between the two drivers is is really really slim. So that's good. That that that'll put up a battle for uh, for quality. For sure, uh, I'm seriously looking forward to that. Seeing these two Ferrari boys fight for pole next week, along with, um, you know, the usual suspects of uh, Max Verstappen. I think he'll be he'll be top up there as well, fighting for for uh, pole next week. But yeah, Ferrari looked looked hooked up. They've had, they had a little bit of um, I saw them bouncing quite a bit uh, for sure, um, but. Yeah, all in all, outside of that, they were able to still extract lap time regardless of the car bouncing. So that for me is uh is 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 the only thing I I saw. It was just a poor scene on 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 the car in general. But other than that, I don't think they they triggered any red flags from from what I recall. Um, I think it was just day on day. I believe on day three they brought in a new r- rear wing. Other than that, there I, I can expect some more development coming from that team, and I and I'm excited to see to see them um, hook it all up next week for for quality. Yeah, I would I would agree. They they look really good so far. I'm very impressed with uh, with how they look, and in just in terms of kind of body language, confidence, swagger. This seems like a very different Ferrari team than the ones we've seen in the past few years. Um, I think before the season started in the last uh, several years, there always kind of seemed to be a bit of nervousness coming out of Ferrari. Like, you know, we're going to try to be fast, but we don't know. This time around, they seem very confident that they know what they're doing and they've got the, you know, pre- problems from the past are sorted we've got two very competitive drivers two very talented drivers and uh they just seem very confident i think when they uh launched the car a couple weeks ago the fact that they put it out on track and started putting in some fast laps right away in front of the whole world without seemingly without any concerns that it might break down and and cause an embarrassment um yeah it just seems it seems like their mentality is different now than it has been in the past and uh, more confident and more kind of just ready to yeah, get out there yeah, and compete. Yeah, you're right. The body language looked pretty positive, pre- mostly neutral, but but pretty positive. Um, as usual, can't read much from uh, the team principal there, but uh, he looked he looked joyful as usual. Uh, Fred, Fred, Fred is happy, go lucky as usual. So I think all in all, it looks it looks it looks pretty pretty darn good on the ferrari side i think um now there'll be there'll be you know one of the forces to reckon with um at the start of this season for sure um and i definitely hope and it kind of they they seem confident so it kind of makes me believe but I, I hope they have their strategy demons um sorted out from last year they made a lot of decisions last year that just seemed silly they kind of mm-hmm. threw the race away several instances for either one driver or the other, um, arguably both in some cases. So um, I, I hope that they've got that sorted out. It, the, I know that the drivers are you know, talented, know what they're doing. Seems like the car is good. It seems like they 
have a reliable car that's also fast. And uh, yeah, the, if they can just kind of get out of their own way, so to speak, uh, they can be very competitive. Yep. Yeah, I think all looks good for Ferrari. Let's move on. Kind of, we have two more to go and um, pretty, pretty, uh, we could wrap this up. I think what one key takeaway for, for Mercedes is the progress they made uh, from last year testing to this year testing. I think at this time, we were already, it was already clear that the car was terrible in 2022. Mm-hmm. Although a lot of people were still believing they were sandbagging. <laughs> yeah. But the, the, the physical, uh, you know, the team, their presence, the, their, the body, the body language was, 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 was totally different uh, compared to this year. And I think this year they've made some considerable, considerable progress. Um, I think they're, they, they've gained two, Two two seconds, I believe, from from on their fastest lap from last year. Um, the car looked, uh, it's not bouncing at all. Um, from from what I, from what I saw and from what I read, Toto feels pretty confident about the car in general. The drivers are a little bit more confident in the car. One thing that have that I that I consistently uh, saw and it was the balance on on the car was a little bit off, at least in turn five, six. Uh, uh, area and also around turn 13 um, you would see com- ver- relative to to the to the to the red bull the 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 mercedes was was losing the rear so there is there's some issue with the rear of the vehicle uh, that i think needs to be sorted out some stability issue uh super oversteery day one the car was was relatively uh on the nose and 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 didn't wasn't a big issue, but um, I think going into day day two, it was it was there's a massive massive um, oversteer uh, on that car. And I think they tried to dial it out a little bit in day three, but yeah, still still you know it's some positives for sure. Um, but yeah, what did you think of of of, of Mercedes this year? I would say my my view on Mercedes uh, prior to testing compared to now hasn't really changed very much. Um, I think, like I said last week, um, I think that car currently is considerably better than it was last year. But I also think that they still have a a long way to go in order to compete with uh, the likes of Ferrari and Red Bull over the course of an entire season. Kind of like I mentioned last week, I think by the end of the season that car will be equally competitive to the Ferrari, but I think they've got they've got a long way to go still, and uh, I think they'll there will be a deficit from the early season that they may have a, a hard time closing relative to Ferrari um, late by the end of the season. So, so we'll see. But in, for Mercedes, my view is, is quite similar to what it was yeah. uh, last week at this time. Um, so we'll see. It'll be exciting. I think they'll yeah. get there. Uh, the only question to me is how long will it take them um, to get that car to where they want it? Because they they really started off uh, at quite a deficit at the beginning of last year. So um, I'm impressed with the progress they've made, but there's definitely still more progress to be made. Yeah, there's there's a lot of uh, uh, there's a lot of performance left to to be uh, identified there. I think the team is calling for. Um, a few upgrades to come early on in the season, uh, but yeah, that it, it still looks like there's there's uh, 
there is there is still they're still behind the two the Ferraris and and the Red Bull. Uh, but yeah, that team uh, has work to do for sure. Uh, so we'll see how how it plays out throughout the season. But uh, yeah, but overall, look, great progress this uh, in the off season from them, and and hopefully they can they can make uh, they can you know get into that three way battle that we're all uh, looking forward to seeing this year. Uh, but yeah, other than that, uh, last but not least, um, the Red Bull. The Red Bull, from what I saw, looked you know hooked up the the entire time. Other than one one session where um, they had to kind of work on the floor uh, because they had the, the garage sealed off. Um, but other than that, in Sergio's hand, whether it's Sergio or in. in uh, uh, Max's hands. It was an impressive car, uh, really ahead of the field for sure. Uh, Max did all his his times in day one and day two. Um, some really fast times from from uh, from his testing. So yeah, ominous. I think they'll likely uh, be the top of the field for for race one and two. I'm not. I won't be. I won't be afraid. I won't be surprised if uh, they get a one two. Uh, uh, in the first race, or if it gets a, it's a split with the Ferraris, but yeah, they look like they look like very, very ahead of the field. I don't know what what did you have to say? Yeah, I mean, similar thoughts um, that I had with Mercedes. My my opinion about Red Bull hasn't changed all that much from last week to this week. Uh, they looked like they had everything pretty hooked up. Um, Max on day one put in 157 laps. It's kind of like almost twice as many as the the second most. Um, so they definitely were able to collect a lot of data, get a lot of track time, a lot of laps in. Um, and they they seem like uh, they're in a good position. Um, they seem confident. Uh, they seem like they're pretty confident that any issues that arise will be minor issues that they'll be able to address. And uh, they, they definitely seem ready for, uh, for lights out in Bahrain next week yeah yeah lights out in Bahrain for sure i think uh we're all excited we're all looking forward to that um i know all the data that we get from um um testing is really not top notch everybody's doing different things on track uh the lap time there's a lot behind that whether it's the tires that the drivers use to put in the laps uh whether it is it is the time of the day that they went out there to put those laps in, and and also like fuel loads and 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 just you know all sorts of setups and and engine modes. So there's 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 a lot that goes into these numbers, which which makes it a little bit you know you have to take it with a pinch of salt. Um, but when you looking into going into next week, it'll be full performance, right? Dialing in the car for race pace. Um, in, in FP2 and, and prefer FP3, getting it ready for, for quality and just seeing the full potential. We'll see the actual gaps um, next next week once uh, once we go into uh, GP mode uh, effectively. But uh, yeah, a little bit ahead of next week. I know Pirelli's bringing out the C1, C2, and C3 tires. Uh, if you recall, C3 was the the yellow walt uh, tires this this past this during testing? So they had um, they're bringing back the tire that has the white with the band on it. That's the C one, 
and then they bring in the C2, which is just the yellow uh, Pirelli on them. And then they bring in that C3, which was uh, the yellow with the band. So Pirelli is bringing those, those three tires. Apparently, uh, for Pirelli, there is a gap of half a second between C1 and C2. So uh, if you're putting a push lap in on, on the C2, uh, you're half a second quicker than on the C1. And then there's a massive gap between C2 and C3, uh, roughly a full second uh, and one second and 1.2 seconds between C2 and C3 on full push performance. So uh, that'll be the soft, but apparently the soft is also will degrade quite a bit. um, And given the the nature of the track there, uh, but yeah, any, I think... I think we'll, we'll we'll see some interesting strategy. Uh, Pirelli's calling for a two stopper here, uh, but yeah, I know we've in the past we've expected two stoppers, but have had teams that were able to pull it off on one stopper. So still still gonna look at the data next week. Excited to to see what they tell us and how they correlate to what we saw during testing. But yes, it'll be it'll be an exciting race next week, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I would agree. I'm very much looking forward to the the Bahrain Grand Prix, first race of the season, first time we get to see the car. So this week we got to see the cars on the track for testing. That was great, but this will be the first time we get to see the cars really going for it, um, really you know, trying to compete, going for everything they can. So i um, very excited, yeah. and uh, it's only a few days away. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it'll be... It'll be great. We'll be back in F1 mode. Uh, what What are your plans for next weekend? Well, I'll actually be in a plane during qualifying. I'll be flying from Zurich back to New York. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, excited to watch the race. Might go out to, <laughs> might go out to the bar for it. Might have you over my place and uh, we'll watch yeah. it there. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. No, I got, I got my reservation set up uh, at Fela. So I should be – I'll be at Fela, Jocelyn – took care of me and got me a reservation a couple of weeks ago. So shout out to Jocelyn, shout out to Fela. We'll be back there for, uh, for, for the race, uh, come, come next Sunday. So yeah. yeah looking ex- and super while we're on the it. topic of shout outs, uh, I've been drinking this local Swiss beer the last couple of days. It's called Calenda. <laughs> it's from, from, uh, I'm in Vals. I think it's a relatively local beer. Kind of sounds like a yeah. Boston person trying to say calendar. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, I mean, if we're on shout outs, I should shout out that beer. Yeah. It's pretty tasty. All right. All right. That's it. That's a wrap for today. Uh, thanks for, uh, uh, logging in and, and recording from, uh, Zurich. I know you need to go back and hit the, <laughs> the slopes, but so have fun out there and, uh, all right. Thank you very much, Trevor. And thanks for everybody for tuning in. Please like and subscribe and um, uh, give us your feedback if you can. Thank you very much. And Yeah, if you like the out. podcast, give us a five-star review. Uh, <laughs> maybe if you don't like the podcast, maybe just send us an email or something. Um. <laughs> Classic Trevor. All right, Matt. Cheers. <laughs>